Welcome to Unoriginals, a journey through the Disney Channel original movies. My name is Zach. And I'm David. And today, David and I watched the 13th year. Now, this movie was surprisingly good, I will say, first off. Compared I... to the trash fire mm -hmm. that was um, Can of Worms, this is closer to like a can of uh, caviar, if you like caviar, which I don't. Well, it is fish eggs. It's kind of a kind of a good tie in there. Uh, the thirteenth. Good job. Year... You figured out my joke. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, the thirteenth year is about a boy named Cody Griffin. Uh, his birth mother is a mermaid who leaves him on his adopted parents' boat when he's a baby to avoid being captured. Uh, she leaves him. Yada yada yada. He grows up to be thirteen years old when this movie happens, and on his birthday. He starts showing signs of becoming a mermaid whenever he, like, enters water. Uh, he has electric powers, and his hands are also sticky. So not only is he a mermaid, but he's also a Spider-Man. Um, which they comment on. They do, which was good. They don't, I didn't yeah, think they, they would. comment on the fact that he is like Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. I didn't think they were going to do it. Um, he's also on the swim team, which gets him in trouble later because he breaks the record by, like, a lot. But his scales start appearing, and other people see him, and then there's a whole bit where the fisherman who tried to catch his mom in the first place tries to then catch her again because she starts showing up because he needs to be taught how to be a mermaid. And then in the end, everything works out fine. They save uh, Mom Maid, and Cody goes off to live with Mom Maid during the summers so he can learn how to be a mermaid. Please, Freeman. Mm -hmm. Mermom. Mermom. I'm sorry. Get it right if you're going to do this at all. <laughs> Come on. I apologize. Mermom. Yeah, you better be sorry. This this film is actually good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad, Freeman. Let's start with something you didn't like about this film. Which I... is actually not that easy this time. No, it's kind of it's kind of a little difficult. Because this one, there's a lot of stuff that's pretty good. There's not a lot that's bad about this movie, but there is a lot that's just kind of okay. It's mostly good, actually. Um, it's Something that I... That don't like about this movie they never wrap up what happens when sean sees cody become a mermaid they never do anything with that no no they don't they just they just let that happen and it's like okay that happened that's it wait which one is sean sean's the the mean the mean guy that also that competes with them on the swim team he remember he sees see him, him become a mermaid though no he does he sees off. the scales on his on his arms i guess we're just presumed to say that he believes that that's something else like some performance enhancing thing I guess. Which is why he, like, calls him out for, like, using steroids later. I mean, technically it is performance enhancing, because he's a mermaid, so he swims faster. Yeah, I mean, he's a real jerk kid anyway. I don't uh, he is. have an issue with him not being in the film more. Yeah, I don't either. And normally it's something that you didn't like, or that you do like about the film, Freeman. But actually, we're going to talk about a lot of the good stuff in this film. Because so mm -hmm. there is a favorite. lot of good stuff. Yeah, there is a lot of good stuff. What is your favorite thing, Freeman? Uh, I, I am... I, I will say this, in case people can't tell, I really like uh, practical effects. I just think they're really cool. And, they're again, they're done really well in this film. Um, they're even used in the water a lot of the time. Like, it's not CG. It is the practical effects. And I really appreciate that. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I would agree with that. What do you they're think, David? Really good. Worst and best. Worst thing is, I mean, Mermom is, like, barely a character. Mm-hmm. And by barely a character, I mean not a character at all. She doesn't even say anything. She doesn't. No, she doesn't have a single line. 
Um, she only shows up like at the very beginning of the movie, at the very end of the movie, and it's not right. explained at all. No. And she kind of ditches her kid. Mm-hmm. But then I guess she feels bad about it or didn't mean to ditch him or something. It, it's not explained well, and the pantomime doesn't do a good job of explaining what's supposed to be going on. No. It's pretty minor, though. Right. Because once again, she's barely in it. Mm-hmm. Best part of this film is honestly um, Jess. Oh, he's great. He's great, which is weird. I don't know any. Uh, I don't know how he got that name because and then no one ever comments on it. No. Which, I mean, it's uh, it, I thought it was going to be like a boy named Sue scenario. Right. Right. They never comment on it, which I think is good, honestly. Right, because like, that's just his name. That's just his name. Yeah. And he's the nerd kid, but he's also really funny. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of really good lines. Well, he cuts us. He cu- when we watched it and we were making our own comments over it, he cut mm-hmm. us off like at least twice. Right, and like, some of them the... we like we said the joke, and then he said it right after, but it was still funny. Yeah, and like that's or a he good said it thing. Right, bef- right as we were both about to make the joke, and yeah, we both stopped and went. We were about to say that exact same thing, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, the best scene in the film doesn't have him in it, because the best scene in the film is Cody sitting, staring at a fish tank and going, I'm one of you now. <laughs> <laughs> which it is was... so And then good. he tries the he tries the fish food, which was also just a good little bit. Yeah. This movie is mostly good bits. There's a scene yeah. where, in most of the Disney films, right, that we've watched so far that I haven't liked, I go, cut out all this, like, montage stuff that doesn't matter. Any mm-hmm. scene that's not a plot scene just cut. Mm-hmm. Those are the best scenes in this film. Oh, yeah. Which the is stuff not that's say, not, like, directly related to the plot, but just adds a little bit to it, it's good. Yeah, like the bit with where um, his, with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Where uh, they're on, like, a date or something. Right. And she puts out her hand for him to hold, mm-hmm. and he grabs it, and because of his electric powers, her hair, like, starts standing up on end. Like, she was, like... Uh, right. Like, there was, like, a balloon, like, one of those balloon things that you mm-hmm. would do with someone with long hair. And he started laughing. She's like, what? Do I have something on my face? And he's like, no, no, it's fine. And she would, then she let go of his hand, and then she grabs it again, and uh, her hair goes back up. It's it's a good little bit. That... And they cut it right, too. Like, they didn't make it yeah. go on for too long, which is really good. But it's it's just a nice little fun thing that happened, and it, it doesn't add anything. It It's not needed, but it's just nice. The dad is really funny because he's Uncle Joey from He is Uncle Full Joey House. from Full House, which is pretty good. He's he's a good character. His comedic timing is also really good, which I guess it makes sense. Well, after he's Uncle Joey from Full House. Of course yeah. his comedic timing is good. Yeah, no, it's just really good, though. I forget what it was. Oh, the cake. Yeah. Where she gets the cake and he goes, oh, no, we all love your mom's cooking, which apparently she is a vegan, but she eats fish, so she's a pescatarian, pescatarian. but they... But they try not like, to eat fish. Play her off as a vegan instead, mm-hmm. I guess. It's weird. We'll talk about the mom. The mom is the most problematic character. <laughs> right. But um and that's mostly by modern standards, I think, but like it Even was then, wrong then. Still too. kind of a little weird, but not the worst. Well, because it hadn't it wasn't a thing until Right. About that time, so it's a little weird that it's in there at all. But where he, uh they're eating the cake, he's like, Oh no, we all love your mom's cooking and then they're talking, and he starts listing all these, like, awful-sounding meals, and he goes, you know, I should really paint those gutters. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really good comedic timing. Mm-hmm. 
there's oh, there's good. genuinely a lot to say that's good about this film, which is a nice change of pace. The characters, all the characters in it, um, mm-hmm. Cody and Jess. Uh, is the girlfriend's name Samantha? Uh, what's her name? Can you? Yes, Samantha. I know you, Samantha. They have good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, the dad is funny. The mom is. We'll get to her. Um, Jess's dad is an interesting character. Yeah, that's for sure. Because the character of the of Jess's dad, whose name is Big John, Big John, Big John, is because um, his character is that he's looking for mermaids because he saw a mermaid thirteen years ago. That's Mermom. And Mermom, yep. And no one believes him, and everyone thinks he's crazy. So now he's gonna catch a mermaid. Mm-hmm. To prove everyone wrong. Well, he kind of gave up for the most part, but then like he started seeing stuff that made him think of it, and then he was like, "All right, I'm going to catch a mermaid because this mermaid has come back for me to catch her, so I can prove everyone wrong." Yeah, which is a little weird, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, every character in it, except for the mom and like the other swimming guy, are good characters. Yeah. But, like, the other swimming guy, he's enough of a side character that I can pass him not having too much to him. He's just a jerk. Yeah, but, like, he's generic movie jerk. You know, like, I can, oh, I can give yeah. him a pass. It's I mean, it's and fun. he does... Him being a jerk does give us one of the best lines. Oh, that is true. Of, uh, just going, wait, wait, if you two fight each other, who's gonna beat me up? <laughs> what am I supposed to do between classes if I'm not being shoved in a locker or something <laughs> like that? Jess genuinely has some good lines, and it's great. I love to see that. Oh, they're so good. Well, because he's the one who calls him Spider-Man, which Mm -hmm. we were joking about. And he's also the one who calls him something else that we were calling him. Like, he makes another reference. He makes a reference to Star Wars, I know. He does, yeah, they do. Star Wars and Star Trek, yeah. I don't remember what the other one was. I mean, there's the good scene where... (laughs) Where Jess tells Cody to give an order to the fish mm-hmm. and, and he just jumps says, out of the tank and commits suicide jump. and the fish just jumps out of the tank <laughs> oh my god it's actually a really good movie it is um do you want to address the mother yes no? um so cody's mom is your modern day stereotypical anti-vax mom basically yep uh, she is vegan. She believes in spiritual healing, like everything that's not Crystals, specifically a doctor. Oils. Everything she's, like that. That's what she's. She into. is. She is mad when the dad. We know this because mm-hmm. the dad says when Cody's not feeling well. Oh well, we should have the doctor look him over. And granted, their doctor sucks. Yeah. But um, then she freaks out, and he's like, "Oh!" And because then the son's like, "You said the D word." Yeah, the she's D like, No word. doctor will lay his hands on my child. And, like, the dad kind of winks afterwards, too. So, like, you know that he went and got Cody vaccinated because he's smart. Yep. You gotta get him vaccinated against all those fish diseases. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, uh, bloat. um, Uh, I'm trying to think of another fish disease. Finrot? Finrot. Yep, Finrot's a good one. Isn't that that from Finding Nemo? Is that the reference Finrot? No, it's one of those that's fish like movies. an actual thing. It's a real thing, but I'm sure they reference it in one of I the fish movies. I don't think they actually reference it. Maybe Shark's Tale, Freeman. It could be Shark's Tale. I think it is Shark's Tale. I like Shark's Tale. I mean, the only thing that would have improved this movie is uh, Will Smith as a fish. You're right. Yeah. No, 
Actually, no. there's a second. Oh, wait, no, I'm wrong. Shia LaBeouf is a penguin. Oh, of course. Because we forgot to mention that um, the girlfriend Samantha uh, mm-hmm. is played by Courtney Draper, who we looked up. We looked her up. We look up all the actors to see if there's anything cool that they did. Generally later. speaking, generally speaking, we look up the main cast. Act, uh, main, yeah. We no, normally we just look at the main character and go, "Did they right. do anything after this?" And usually the answer is no. But Courtney Draper, Samantha, she is uh, the voice of. Oh, what is her name? From Bioshock Infinite. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. So, like, main character. And she's also done a bunch of various voices for different things, including uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Kingdom Hearts, and most notably, Surf's Up, which is one of the best movies in existence. I will die on this hill. I'm not going to fight with you about this. Thank you. Not on on air, Freeman. Thank you. Yeah. We all know that the the superior um, Penguin movie is Happy Feet. Well, yes. But I, I couldn't. I honestly couldn't even get the full sentence out without cracking up. So. <laughs> this movie is a million times better than Can of Worms. Yeah, it's it's like honestly, it's almost. It felt short. Mm-hmm. It made sense. At no point during this film did I go, "There's no plot here, and this makes no sense." The plot, well, while thin, right? It does exist. Yeah. The weird thing is that their character development is that. Um, Cody says that he's like a nicer guy at the end right. movie. Like he used to be mean, but well, like he didn't. He wasn't. He's the only person who dove in to save the uh, Sousaphone player, uh, Jess. Yeah, from and the like yeah, he was a little film. rude to him later, but like it's yeah, because, you and know, well, he's he walked away he immediately. A... Right, and Which that was weird. also a very good comedic bit. Oh yeah, of him like, oh, thank you for saving me, and you just see him off in the distance walking away, not even like in focus. Good yeah, day. there's this monologuing from mm-hmm. Jess there about how he has a tiny head, so he, it, so he, while he can swim, he has a lot of issues swimming. But they end up being really good friends by like the next fifteen minutes. Well, because they have the science project together. Yeah, they have the science project together, and basically Cody says, "Hey, I kind of respect the fact that you're really smart because I'm not smart, but I'm good at swimming. Mm-hmm. But like, I'd really appreciate actually if we could work together. It'd be pretty cool." Yeah, like, uh, I'd like to be better at being smart. Yeah, I'd like to be smarter and better at stuff, and you're good at this. And yeah. and uh, he's, and basically Jess responds that, yeah, totally, I'm down with that. You just teach me how to swim. Which, like, you yeah, that's to a teach good how to way to start like, a you don't want, like, He's like, yeah. you're willing to tutor me? He goes, yeah. He's like, and all you want is for me to teach you to swim? And he goes, yeah, that's all I want. He goes, oh, all right. Oh, yeah. It's a also, really sweet uh, friendship. When when he's mean to him at first at his birthday party, um, mm-hmm. Jess gives him this really really nice copy of Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the oh, Sea for so his birthday nice. present. Like it it's just so looks nice. really good. Yeah, I I mean as I said to you during it, if it's like mm-hmm. fully illustrated, like and it's like a nice a, like it's it's got like an old cover. It's like a cloth bound like, book. Like it's a it's nice like a ninety dollar book. book. Like at least it's a very it's a very expensive looking Jules Verne Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Mm-hmm. And even at the birthday party, right, we're supposed to be presuming that uh, Cody is a jerk there. But he's not. The other guy makes a comment about he says, how. Hey, stop, that's oh, not funny. Yeah, he's like, Je- oh, Jess, do you want to go swimming with us later? And Je- he knows that Jess can't swim. Mm-hmm. And Cody goes, that's not funny. Why would you say that? He's like, it was funny to me. And then they fight in the. And uh, Cody and Samantha are like, stop it, cut it out, it's not funny. Mm-hmm. And as a result, 
Jess just like leaves because he's sad. He's really bad at reading the situation apparently because yeah. no one was being mean to him except for that one jerk and then everyone was jumping on him saying, you cut that out right now. That's not cool. I mean, to be fair, he probably hasn't really had many friends before. He's probably not good at reading social situations too much. But I mean, he says that still. himself. Right. That he he's not good at talking to people because he's not good at talking because he doesn't he has had many friends mm-hmm. or any friends. He's really sad. He is. He also straight he's up really mentions nice. that most nerds are into something like Star Trek or D anD D, but he's into oceanography and like marine biology. But that's actually really cool. Like, like this dude's this nerd's cooler than I ever was. Right. Yeah. Like, I like dinosaurs, but not like that. You know, like Heck I, yeah. I, I, like I was not that into it. I still like dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are cool. Dinosaurs are really cool. They're really cool, man. They're big lizards. Big lizards. Large who lizards. Who doesn't like big old lizards? I know uh, I do. Probably a monster doesn't like a dinosaur. No. Uh, presumably the villain and we're back a dinosaur story. But, like, I don't know that movie, so... No, the they, villain in they... Dinosaur is the Carnotaurus, David. <laughs> uh, no, not that one. And you know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and really, uh... is it is it evil, Freeman? Our animals can't be evil, Freeman. I mean, that one certainly was. He was trying to kill Aladar, David. Yeah, but is he evil because he's trying to kill Aladar, or he's trying to, like, eat an Iguanodon? Or is he evil because he's trying to eat the specific Iguanodon that we happen to know? That part. It's because we know Aladar, so we we relate to him. Anyways, this is a podcast about the 13th year, not Dinosaur. (laughs) This is is, is our Dinosaur (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Podcast Um, within a podcast, the Dinosaur Report. Podcast within a podcast, the Dinosaur Report. I was going to have a segment for this uh, for this uh, episode. Oh, I was. Go ahead. I was going to talk to you about things that. Um, well, no, I said I was going to. Um, about uh-huh. things that related to the number thirteen. Right. But then I never actually made it. Ah. Um, I believe that the fear of the number thirteen is triskaidekaphobia. Uh, that sounds right. I'm. I. I mean, I don't know any better to correct you. So. It is triskaidekaphobia. Yep. Um, is the fear of the number 13. Does something Do you... fun happen on the 13th floor at, uh, the Hollywood Tower of Terror? I mean, that's just... Is the, that the one where like, the bad the top stuff floor in the, in the, like, uh, dial in the boiler room? The top floor okay. is 13. Um, yeah. but something that we haven't brought up yet about this movie, which I'm okay. surprised that we didn't bring up earlier. David, would you like to share with the class, um, the actor's name who plays Cody? Oh, you mean, um, Shay Starbuck? Shay Starbuck. Ooh. An actor who has been in basically nothing other than this film at, like, mm-hmm. the age of 13 mm-hmm. is from not too far from where we grew up. No, which is kind of cool. And um, is hot now. Yeah, like, surprisingly hot. You mean that Shea Starbuck? Yes, I do mean that Shea Starbuck. Just the one Starbuck. Not yeah. s- and not according multiple. to IMDb, that's not his original name, but, like, uh, you think I'm going to call him anything other than Shea Starbuck? If you think I'm going to call him anything other than Shea Starbuck, you're a fool. Yeah. What a good name. It's a, it is a good name. It's a solid I name. I wish my name was Shea Starbuck. Dad, me too. Mom, if you're listening to this, why didn't you name me Shea Starbuck? Uh, well, probably because her last name is on Starbuck. Well, middle name. Hmm. Shea Starbuck Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> it has a real nice ring to it, you know? 
Uh, Alright, I know what I'm naming my kid that I probably won't have. <laughs> yeah, I probably want to run that one past Jillian too first. <laughs> no, no, hey, I think she's I think she's on board with it. Hey, uh I know we're not planning on having kids, but if we do, we're naming them Shea Starbuck, right? All of them. All of them? All six. You're gonna All have of them are Shea Starbuck. Oh my god, six six <laughs> kids, Freeman? Yeah, six. She's definitely I, I know her and I'm pretty sure she's not down with six. No, six kids. All of them are named Shea Starbuck, but one of them is oh. named Shea Starbucks. With a plural? Oh, I was going to say one of them is Shea Starbuck, but it's with an S. S-H-E-A. I like that, too. Yeah. Like Shea Butter. David. Yep. From 1 to 10. We're already rating? I mean, what what do you want me to do? What do you, I want you to do? I I want to... I want, we could have talked more about Dinosaurs, Freeman. Uh, the dinosaurs we haven't even mentioned Burger year. King. We haven't even mentioned Burger King, Freeman. I don't know. I feel like I feel like we're at the point where we've talked about the movie. We've had our side bits. Ah, uh, but it, it's like such a short episode, Freeman. It is a short episode. You're right. It's such a short episode. It's such um, a short episode. Would you rather? Would I rather turn okay. into a mermaid when you turn 13 years old? Okay. Or would you rather be sponsored by Burger King? Uh, sponsored by Burger King, definitely. Correct. I don't feel like I don't feel like it's a lucrative to be a mermaid. Correct. I, I you know, I was gonna say that that it was t- not a trick question, but it was. There was a correct answer. Use code unoriginals it- at checkout at Burger King for absolutely nothing. <laughs> I would say it depends on how many sand dollars you can collect. <laughs> hey, uh, this this <laughs> the weird thing about this film, right? Mm. Is that uh, one it weirdly um. My brain has totally failed. My, I don't even remember what I was going to say. No, weirdly, it's it's the plot of, like, a bunch of other stuff, you know? It is, The only difference is that he doesn't turn into a mermaid at will. No. Because it's like your H2O or well, your Splash. He kind of turns into a mermaid at will. He can just jump into the water and he will turn into well, a mermaid. Well, yes, he's, he's like one of those dinosaurs that grows in hot water. But instead of turning into a dinosaur, he, gr- he grows fins. Which, to be fair, that is the same way that it works in H2O. Is it? Yes. They go into the water and they become mermaids. If they well, get yes. wet, they yeah, will yeah. become a mermaid. Oh, is it if they become wet at all? Yes, at wet at they all. Become a mermaid? They will start to become a mermaid. Well, I'm sure that could be... It, that was a show, right? It was. Uh-huh, uh-huh, sounds like a lot of awkward just... situations could arise from that. Either, either the main character or one of the side characters, Jillian can correct me on this later, has a, um Australian accent, and one of the characters' names is Cleo. But with her accent, it's clear, and it's great. I I actually did know that that yeah. one of them had a Australian accent. I've never seen the show. Yeah, clear. But I must have learned that from like a, a um ad for it on TV or something. Probably. Because I know that one of them had the Australian accent. Now I didn't remember it until you said it just but now. But now you can't forget it. But now I can't unhear it. Yeah, and yeah. I I feel like I know what she looks like too. Yeah, but like they all look kind of like, like she has like human. They. What is a generic human, Freeman? Yeah, I only human. buy name brand human, so I need you to describe <laughs> it to me. No, okay, you know. Um, they're they're they are. Uh, they have two arms. Okay. Two legs. All right. One head, ten fingers, ten toes. Okay. Um, two eyes, nose, one mouth. Uh, hairs okay. multiple on their head. Okay. Um. Sums it up. I yes. think that's pretty much it. 
Why do they keep generic humans in the zoo, Freeman? Uh, I couldn't tell you, David. Oh, no. That's between me and the zooman. They also have ten fingers, ten toes, and hairs, many of them. Right. Yeah. It's weird, Freeman. It's weird that they I keep know. those tiny those tiny furry humans in, uh, in the zoo Maybe with their tails the and everything, keeper. Freeman. Freeman. Yeah. Actual question. Mm-hmm. If you could be any mythological creature, and Ooh. you find out your 13th birthday that you are one, uh-huh. and you transform into one. Right. Right? Uh, we don't know how mermaid after 13th birthday works in this world. No, not at all. Because they say that they'll bring him back before school starts mm-hmm. at the end, but surely he doesn't have feet. No. Because he, he had, like, the weird, like, flip, she never, like, diving flipper feet. She never has legs. No. So we'll presume that you can turn back, right? It's like a switch between it. Uh-huh. Unless it's something like, a, I want to be a vampire, in which case you're always a vampire. Right. Right. Which one would you pick? Well, first of all, side note, David, I think it is up to us to write the 14th year, because Disney didn't. And you're right. I need, I need right. answers to these questions. Yeah, yeah. Well, we need to at least write the plot to it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, plot synopsis. Uh, second of all, I think I might have to go with, like, Griffin. Okay. Because, like, then I could have wings and, and cool bird beak. Yeah. And, yeah. and fun claws. That's fair. That's fair. Possibly tail. Possibly tail. Possibly tail. Possibly tail. Possibly tail. What about you, David? What, what oh, gosh. Choice? It's a hard choice, isn't it? It is. It's a very difficult thing to pick. It's really hard. Um... Because, like, there's a lot of perks to a lot of different mythological creatures. There are, and there's a lot of downsides to most there of them, There certainly too. are. I think... So, it's a really hard choice. I, I would have to go with something that's, like, half-human, right? I guess. Like, that makes sense to me. I, I, I get why you went with Griffin, and I'm not judging your cool. choice there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. But I feel like Mermaid is not a bad choice. I mean, no, it is it physically isn't. for where I am. It certainly is not a bad uh, choice. But I feel like, um... I feel like like a vampire or like a werewolf bad choice. Yeah, I feel like those are the wrong choices because of the um, drawbacks. Definitely werewolf because werewolf has like involuntary transformation. Yeah. Oh, certainly. So I feel like I would have to go with either. Yeah, I feel like you have to go either centaur or mermaid. They are because like, you get definitely a... solid options. Yeah, and I feel like it's good because it lets you keep the ability to speak, and you um, get to keep arms with opposable thumbs. Those are good. I feel like Minotaur is like a second-tier choice, because Minotaur, the problem, of course, is that um, you then have Cowhead. Well, Proposal. Mm-hmm. Minotaur, but other half. That's just a Satyr, Freeman, which is actually also a good choice. No, because Satyr's goat, not cow. Satyr's goat, not cow, but it would be the same concept. Unless you're thinking, like, centaur, but cow. That's kind of what I was thinking. But in which case, you might as well pick centaur. But what if I want cow, not horse? But horse faster than cow. But cow have more milk. Ooh. I don't... I I don't like that, Freeman. Because of the necessity of what the milk is to produce the milk, Freeman. I, I guess, I guess. Uh, you, for example, you would be unlikely to produce any milk, I believe. This is true. Yeah. 
I mean, I you know, I'm not actually, saying I, I'm not saying that in this fantasy your bottom half can't be cow with udder. But I think, I'm saying I think I'm gonna that change uh, my mind here. I think I'm gonna change your yeah, mind. Yeah. Okay. Griffin, not not the not the play here. Griffin's not a bad choice because Griffin is smart, but Griffin, Griffin doesn't have thumbs. Thumbs are very important, though. And thumbs are <laughs> thumbs are astoundingly important. I think I'm gonna change my mind and I'm gonna go mm-hmm. Seder because I'm a big fan of Grover Underwood. A Seder's honestly a good choice. It's a good call because it's one if you couldn't change between them, right? Mm-hmm. It can easily be hidden by a pair of pants, right? And you still have right? like shoes that you can like get custom made. Yeah, hat. It, it's to hide not the that hard to uh, hide. And it's also weird, I think, that Grover decides to hide it by being in a wheelchair, is it, or using the... Uh, no, he uses crutches because uses he crutches. has, like, a weird walk because of his goat hose. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, is he could just be wearing pants. Well, but he has, like, a he weird walk, so he kind of tries to explain that. It makes sense. I guess. I mean, I wouldn't question it. Right, I wouldn't either. Is what I'm saying. I'd be like, that's that's how a human walks, yes. Because for the most part, yeah, that's how yeah. Human walk. Yeah, yeah. Seder's a good choice. I feel like the top tiers, you know, are like Seder. Seder's Ooh. easy to hide if you can't change. Ooh. Uh, Centaur is good because you have top half human, but also bottom half very fast, very powerful horse. Here's another top tier I don't think you thought about. Okay. Cyclops. Just wear sunglasses. No Cyclops. No, no, no. But Cyclops is big. Yeah, you're And where would big. you find the ruby lens, Freeman? David, you can be Andre the Giant too. But Freeman, why, where would you find the ruby quartz lens for your glasses? Uh, you, mm, mm. If you're Cyclops, Freeman. Uh, mm. No, not that one. Oh. We're talking mythological Cyclops, not uh. X-Men Cyclops. Not... Cyclops is really freaking big, though. Well, but, I mean, but then you it's just... really Andre big. It's like too. the same size as a giant, Freeman. It's yeah, not like Andre the Giant, too. You would on, uh, immediately be picked out. You'd be, You would be like... Attacked by the military because you are a threat. Huh. I don't know about that. Like, in some versions, you might have a horn. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like Cyclops is a bad option because big. Because the because uh, it's not like a Cyclops is a good option, right? Mm-hmm. If you are Cyclops in the same way that like Leela from Futurama is a Cyclops, right? In which. She is a normal human-sized person with one eye, which is basically the same as being a normal person, but with no depth perception. And they make plenty of jokes about that, too. Yeah. And if you wanted to be that, Freeman, you could do that right now. Uh, it wouldn't be pleasant, but you could do it. David, what about... You could, you could have what, one eye right now if you wanted. What about Gnome? Gnome? Very short, Freeman. Well, yeah, but... I did, I did purposely stay away from anything short. Good for hiding. Yes, until you get caught. Well, but how are you going to get caught? You're small. Well, and fast. I'm trying to think about the utility of the options, right? Right. What is the utility of, say, a gnome or a um, Keebler elf? Or like a fun Santa hat? Claus elf? N- number one, fun hat. Well, presumably transforming doesn't give you their outfit, Freeman. Doesn't matter. Number one, fun hat. Number two, good at hiding. Number three, small. Number four, okay. get to bake cookies if you're a Keebler elf. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Number but you five. have to live in a tree with all the other Keebler elves. No, you get to live in a tree with the other Keebler elves. It's all about perspective. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I forget how different we are. <laughs> <laughs> to me, living in a tree under uh, the uh, making cookies with everyone who looks very similar to me. 
Cool Treehouse. Right, cool Treehouse. The punishment. Cool Treehouse permanent slumber party. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know those Keebler elves are high on something. Oh, hundred percent. But that's yeah, besides yeah. the point here. Yeah. I mean, like Tolkien elf is actually not a bad choice. No, not because again, because it's just pointy hair human pointy that live forever. To live forever. Yeah. Also, potentially better at archery. <laughs> I think that's just because of their upbringing and not because of any natural ability. Still cool, though. Like it's still cool, still cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to pick, right? If you have to pick like a mythological creature, mm-hmm. to me, it's like I don't want to be a short one because I, I don't think I don't see the utility in it. Right. I guess good at hiding, but why would I want to be that small? Like, there's no benefit to it. It's um, detrimental, if anything. I feel like Selkie could also be a potentially good option. Just a murder horse? No, 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 no. Oh, murder seal, sorry. Yeah, murder seal, but, like, you can also just take off the seal skin and you're human. Yeah, and a hot human at that. Right, and you also, I mean, you have to hide the seal skin, but still. Yeah. I feel like that's not I mean, that's not, that's not awful, because you can take it off, right? Right. Anything that, do, like, affords you the ability to remain human, mm-hmm. or, have, can like, maintain overall human, like, mobility and, like, maneuverability right. of objects is, like, ideal, right? Legs, human legs are not that good. No, they're Human not Human arms are very good. Very good. They have thumbs. Thumbs are good. Mm-hmm. To the thumbs, right. <laughs> this is a good discussion, actually. This is actually pretty interesting. I feel like this, this is, is actually a very interesting discussion here, you know? We are onto something. Um, yeah. So, I guess, yeah, and now we're going to be accused of being furries, I guess. Well, probably, but that's that's yeah. another thing. David, how yeah. do you feel about Pixie? Pixie? I feel like Pixie is good. Because then you're even smaller than gnomes, so you're easier to hide yeah. like a bug. Also, huh. fly. Fly is good. Fly, but how fast do fly? That's the important question. I mean, for because... everything I've seen, pixies are pretty fast. Yes, but we only see them really flying very fast in short bursts. Tinker like, what's the go distance fast all there? the time. Well, that's my point, right? Is, um... Deer go fast. Do you say deer go fast all the no, time? No, Tinkerbell go fast all the time. Tinkerbell go fast all the time? Yeah, except when she's standing and being sassy. Well, yeah, but that's her own choice. Yeah, but we don't know that that's actually not a requirement for her to, like... We actually do. There's a whole, uh, like, multiple anthology of Tinkerbell movies. Oh, uh, I know there's with fairies With multiple movies. other fairies and pixies, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to know, Freeman... So, like, a cheetah can run really fast for a very short period of time? Right. I want to know the, like, how that works for a fairy, right? Well, Tinkerbell. I want to know. I want to know how fast a fairy can fly for a sustained period of time. Well, Tinkerbell can keep up with John, Peter Pan, Michael, and Wendy as they fly to Neverland, and that's a pretty long sequence. But presumably, right? John and Wendy and Peter are flying slower than one might otherwise. I'd say they're they're just learning. Flying pretty fast, man. Because they're just learning, though, Freeman. But you gotta be going pretty fast to, like, And we don't see dimensions. we don't see her fly all the way, Freeman. I feel like you've as gotta far be as pretty we fast know, to dimensional warp. As far as... <laughs> Neverland's not a dimensional warp, Freeman. You don't know that. It's a different planet, Freeman. It's second star to the right, straight on until morning. No, but we don't ever see space, so... 
Well, yeah, Freeman, because when um, because when uh, Peter Pan just written in space hadn't been invented yet. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I'm a fool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they treat it like another dimension in Once Upon a Time. They well, okay, that's Once Upon a Time. Because they have to like take a boat and go through like a, wor- a world. Yeah, yeah, but that's also but but Freeman. Mm-hmm. That's Once Upon a Time in which Captain Hook is hot. Yeah. What's and uh, Peter Pan has a son who's also Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. What's your point? Yeah, I'm saying we can't rely on it. I think we can. Uh, I don't know. What do you mean we can't rely on the show that Anna and Elsa show up in, in like the last season? What do you mean? In the last season, yeah. What do you mean? And it was recommended to me as being based on a book on Netflix. No, it's not. And being similar to <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> and I kind of looked at it and went, you know, technically speaking, Frankenstein is in two whole episodes. Mm-hmm. And not even the monster, not even the good one. No. Yeah. It's such also, a the main mediocre character show. is the daughter of Snow White, and, and that's Prince Charming, cool, I guess. And she's also the like, chosen one. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. She's the special. And the evil queen is the mayor of the town. You know, the first. Yeah, two yeah, and she has an adopted son who's actually the son of uh, of the chosen one and the son of Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. But again, the the first two no. seasons could be worse. They're not that bad. After they're not that, that bad. It goes very they're, they're bad, Freeman, but they're not that bad. I mean, oh, let's just yeah, say I, I think bad. I'm happy every day that this is not a Once Upon a Time podcast. Mm-hmm. God, that would be hell. Anyway, this is me announcing our Once Upon a Time. <laughs> <laughs> once Upon uh, a Podcast? No, that's probably taken. Once a, yeah, Once Upon a Podcast is definitely taken. Once Upon a Cast. Oh, God, that's bad. <laughs> That's awful, Freeman. Just like the show, David. It's perfect. <laughs> I feel like there's some other bad stuff about it that's just nonsensically bad. Mulan's in a season, isn't she? Oh, she's all over the second season. She's um yeah. Aurora's bodyguard. That's right, for no yeah. reason. Yeah, for no reason. That, no, that must be... And then there's... So the season one, they all don't have memory and the evil queen's not that bad but she did some bad stuff right but then like they start waking up and they start learning who they are and yes. everything and season and then two they, they know who bad. they are and the evil queen's kind of crappy mm-hmm. um but, she but could it's be okay because by the end she redeems herself by being better than the bad person. bad bad yeah right um season three, season three they start throwing all out the window and just introducing a bunch of disney characters is the wind wizard of oz isn't it you're right, it is. Not one's weird. And then season four, they all forget again. Yeah. Is there a season five? There's a season five, right? That must be the Anna and Elsa season. Five is on Anna and Elsa, yeah. And they also throw in, yeah. like... They throw in more. I know they do. Well, do you remember that there is a spinoff of Once Upon a Time that had, like, one season, if that? No. That was about Alice in Wonderland. Uh, it's called Once mind. Upon a Time uh, in Wonder- Wonderland, Freeman. Throw away the Disney Channel movies. We're taking a pause on that. We're going to watch Once Upon a Time and, in Wonderland. Um, uh, in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, she falls in love with, I believe, Aladdin, Freeman. It is a She falls in love with a genie. Sure. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm I'm absolutely not joking. I, I, I never doubted you. Yeah. I don't remember anything more about it, because I watched, like, one episode of it. Mm-hmm. The same way that I watched the first, like, two or three seasons of uh, Once Upon a Time. I believe that in the Wizard of Oz season, the Wicked Witch of the West and the Evil Queen are sisters, by the yes, way. Yes, I know that. That's that's yep. true. Yep. But she's not green for a while. 
She's not green for a while, but then she is because she cast a magic spell to make herself not green. Right, but it didn't work. Which seems like a if you which seems like if you can do magic, and um you don't like being green, seems like a pretty simple thing to do. Well, David, it's not easy being green. It's true. This is true, Mister Muppet. <laughs> hey, David, I got a question for you. All right. Out of ten, out of ten Clears, how many Clears? Yeah, Cleaar. You know, from H two O. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna go with out of ten um, delicious tastes of fish food. Ooh, but... ten fish flakes. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Ten how fish many fish flakes? flakes one through ten. Okay, this is actually a really good movie. It is. I actually really enjoy this movie, and I I have to honestly wonder if it is as good as or better than Halloween Town, right? Because Halloween Town is the mark to beat. It really is. And I honestly might have enjoyed this more than Halloween Town. Really? Now, it might be because this was significantly funnier than Halloween Town. That, yeah. Um, It also, uh, it it doesn't have the nostalgia value for me Mm -hmm. that Halloween Town had. But, we, I laughed a heck of a lot more at this one. Right, me too. And it took itself less seriously, I think, than Halloween Town did. Which is good, because with a movie like this, you yeah. don't want it to be taken too seriously. Well, Halloween Town does, already doesn't take itself that seriously. But there were I, there were no bits in Halloween Town where I was... Or not Halloween Town. In this film, why I was confused why it was in it, like the mm. broom salesman in right. Halloween Town. Where I went, this really doesn't fit the rest of the film. Everything in this film fit, and it worked. Mm-hmm. And so, honestly, I'm going to give this a nine. Nine fish flakes. Nine? Better than... Better, I'm rating it higher than Halloween Town, and maybe that's controversial. It's controversial to myself, right? right. I'm not, I'm not like, happy about it. But well, like, this it's kind of also good. a thing of... You, you, you maybe never really saw this movie, or, like, if you did, you weren't paying attention mm-hmm. when you were younger, so you don't remember it, you know? If this movie had come on on the television, right? Mm-hmm. I probably would have turned it off. I'm like, this is some weird mermaid movie. Click. You know, change the yeah, channel. Right. Let me watch um, Jet X. Um, instead, where they're oh, yeah. playing Pinky and the Brain marathons. And Digimon Adventures. Uh, but. Quality entertainment. Having watched it now, I fully recommend this film. Yeah, this one was a good one. I, I mean, I recommend it as strongly as I recommend um, Halloween Town. Which is to say, I don't think if you were to show it to a kid, I think Halloween Town is better for the purpose of showing to a kid in the modern day. I think, however, this film, for me, hit all the right points of, like, a uh, 90s, 2000s kid movie. And all the things that are nostalgic and kind of funny and amusing to me. That I would say, if you are a like '90s kid, 2000s kid, you will enjoy this film probably. Like it's actually quite mm-hmm. a good film to watch. If you're saying, "Well, should I show this to my kid now?" Probably not. I would say probably not. Show them something else. Not because this is a bad film, but I think they won't get a lot of the references in it, mm-hmm. and a lot of uh, there's some dated stuff in it. How about you, Freeman? Ten Fish Flakes, how many do you give this one? Like you said, this movie is genuinely pretty good. Like, overall, there's a, it's it's just 
good good movie. It's fun to watch. I wouldn't watch it again, probably. But like, this is one that I would actually like want to watch with friends again because I would want to see what they think of it too. Overall, yeah, sure, it's not the best movie, like you said. But like, if I paid to see this movie in theaters, I wouldn't be mad. It's it's all right. So for me, this movie gets an eight out of ten. Not better than Halloween Town, but up there. You straight up oh, cut out one. for me. You, I asked you the question. You said so, and then I heard none <laughs> of it. Uh, so um, that'll be fun to cut because I paused mm-hmm. my recording. Presumably, your recording still grabbed it, but what did you? Give I it? gave it. I'll I'll cut your stuff in. Uh, and I'll also leave in my explanation as to why I'm not reacting mm-hmm. to it at all. Uh, this is that explanation. But um, what did you give it? I gave it, it an 8 out time. of 10, which gives us an average of 8.5. 8 out of 10? That is... 8, in the, eight out of 10 is an honestly an extremely mm-hmm. fair score. It's a good movie. Film. Yeah, no, it's not a bad movie at all. It feels like an actual so, film. Here's almost. the most controversial thing, though. Uh, with our average of 8.5 right. out of 10, this movie is better than it's Halloween better Town. It's better than Halloween Town. Which, Better than honestly, Halloween Town. I would, and you I know what we didn't do for... Kinda. Kinda. And we need to do a two-part here at mm-hmm. the end, Freeman. We need to figure out where this film and Can oh, of Worms fit oh into our boy. timeline. Um, I think this one is also towards the beginning of the Dawn of Superheroes. Yeah, I mean, this honestly feels... Mermaid yeah. movie, right? Honestly, it fits very clearly in yes. with Halloween Town. If we theorize that everything that is vaguely supernatural or out of the ordinary, like superpowers, is a remnant of Halloween Town, and when Halloween Town was originally split off during right. the Dark Ages, right? It's easy to presume that mermaids just never left, or some right, of them did because they could just hide underwater. Leave. That's easy. Uh, so. It's not a question, I guess, of when it falls in the timeline, but how it relates to our right. other films is what we are switching it to. Because everything feels like it happens when it happens, except for Xenon, which I don't know that we placed, but sometime if I would, future. I would place it just sometime in the future, yeah. Uh, and doesn't really fit with anything specific, but it's also in space, so right. it doesn't have to. See, I, I think that this is at the dawn of superheroes because uh, Cody is not only a person, but he's also, like, of humans like he he grew up a human so i feel like he would yeah. use his mer powers yeah. for good well he has like an arthur curry aquaman thing going on right where he's like raised by you know his father at the lighthouse mm-hmm. and then when he comes of age he learns that there's a whole other world that he is um sort of an right. inheritor to right so he's not that different no. from aquaman which sounds lame but when you know Aquaman's about aquaman difficult. is not that lame um, yeah, so I, I agree with that. It definitely fits in at least in a timeline with, um, my brain is totally fried, with, um, and Halloween you lucky Town. Dog. And You Lucky Dog as a result, yeah. Um, and I think we didn't have anything else in that specific timeline, right? No. What was the film after You Lucky uh, Dog? Uh, Brink, but we put that before You Lucky Dog, Brink. or right around yeah. the same time, because there's not really anything special Well, to we it. put it at the same time, because I'm not... I'm not looking at a proper timeline unless it seems like it takes place out of, like, right. time. But, like, yeah, I mean, it could happen in the mm-hmm. same universe. And it wouldn't be. Is, I guess, what we're saying. But what about 
I guess we never did this for Can of Worms, so this is a retroactive mm -hmm. placement mm -hmm. of Can of Worms. Um, I don't think that needs to go anywhere. I think that just happens when it happens, and it's a one-off well, story. it could be connected to Xenon. It could be how we learn about space. I don't think it... More in why we're up in space <laughs> in the first place. But Freeman, we already knew about space. Well, no, 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 but like... Space have been like, invented by that, that there's point. more. So, like, the, the space station actually has ulterior motives. It's not just well, for the gravity stuff, but it's also to try unless... and contact more alien species. Unless your theory is that the person who ultimately started the dream of the space station Xenon is on is the kid from um, mm -hmm. Can of Worms. It doesn't work. But if that is your theory, then it is. Because he's the only one who knows about it other than the other people who know about it. Because the aliens only appear to them and then leave and never contact Earth again after that. Right. Presumably. So... In theory, right, for that to fit, it either has to be a one-off story or a direct line to Xenon of him founding the company or something. I think that could be what it is. I think he's related to the company the... that makes the space station or funds it, at least, in order to, yeah. to, to get more research towards space exploration. Yeah, and he's obviously not alive no. by the point that Xenon happens. Right. He can't be. But the but... space station itself is a giant satellite it wasn't meant for gravitational research that's yeah. just a front so he can continue his research uh, towards contacting aliens again that's if you act. say so well i believe it but hey david anything it's else you just want? a theory okay a decom thanks theory. for listening <laughs> they're listening if you want to contact us we are at unoriginals on unoriginals twitter cast. We are unoriginals at no, we should be at unoriginals. Yeah, that's what cast. I said. Sorry, you just said at unoriginals at first. I didn't hear you properly. Sorry, we are at unoriginals cast on Twitter. Mm -hmm. If yes. you want to send us an email, you can email us at, at um, is that just unoriginals uh, unoriginals ninety eight yep at gmail dot com. Uh, please leave us a review, preferably five mm -hmm. stars. If you give us lower than five stars, it's just going to hurt our, our feelings, but we're not going to learn anything However, from it. However, Burger King might not sponsor us we would... if we don't have good uh, ratings, yeah. and wouldn't you feel bad if yeah. that didn't happen? Yeah, if you have a um, question or a concern or a suggestion, we'd be more than happy to address it either at our Twitter or on our um, or mm -hmm. over our email. Uh, so just hit us with a five star if you like it. If you don't like us, yeah. that's fine. Uh, you don't have to leave anything. Um, thank you to Twin Musicom for our opening sting. Thank you to, I guess, like, Long John Silver for killing all the mermaids. I mean, maybe? That's a, that's a whole other can of worms, is... David. No, no. <laughs> is there anything I'm forgetting? Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time with what film are we watching next, next time, time, Freeman? We will be watching Smart House from June of 1999. A film I've, I've seen. never heard of. It. And I'm sure it will be average. A joy. Thanks for listening. Catch bye you bye. next time.